For the first 10 years of our marriage, I'll just, just to be honest, it was extremely difficult. Like there were certain things that we had to navigate that really only within the last, I would say like what, like six years that we were able to work through those things. Like we were on a couch like this, um, throwing up fingers. Can, can, can I just be honest? Yes, throwing you can. Throwing up fingers. You know, um, F-bombing. Listen, yeah, see, see they, they don't like this type of church. You gotta, they don't you gotta like talk this type it. of church. But we were on the brink a couple times, and we were saved. A title doesn't remove humanity. Come yep. on. And I need sanctification just as much as you do. And so anyway, there was a time we were right at the brink and the edge, and it was just like, man, it felt like a deal breaker. Um, some of the things we were navigating, but by the grace of God, it was just that reminder for us. There on those orange couches, you know, what is your why? Remember that I brought you together to do X, Y, and Z. You can make it through this if you put your trust in me. What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having meaningful conversations surrounding Black love, Black excellence, and Black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who could benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. Yep. All right. So right now we have two very special people joining us. Um, some people may not know, but we came in encounter with Pastor Andrew and Chantel at maybe our lowest moment in life and our toughest season in life. We had just had two miscarriages and then to follow that, almost lost everything. But God is good. And um, you guys don't even understand how they were, they were able to speak life back into us and revive us from a situation that should have killed us, right? Um, you guys really don't understand how important it is to be covered by people that genuinely care for you. Outside of me doing music for church and everything, they care for me in ways that no pastor has ever cared for me, man. And it's from the bottom of our heart, we just want to say we love and appreciate you guys so much. You guys don't even understand the impact that you guys have had on our lives. People may not see it, but we're here because of some of their prayers. You guys don't even understand. Yeah. Right? Some of their prayers is what has us here right now. And once again, we say thank you. They've been married 16 years, guys. Sweet 16. <laughs> We've been married four. So, I mean, like, they got a whole bunch of wisdom that I think that we need this generation coming up and we aspire to be where you guys are and the example that you guys set the love that you guys show for one another is unheard of i personally don't see pastors love on each other like how you guys do so it, it's beautiful to see people that we this generation could actually look up to with marriage and i want to ask something how has it been being in this one thing for 16 years where did it begin First of all, we can't just skip past 
how amazing you guys are yes. and how amazing this is tonight. Come on, can we celebrate Nikki and Dean? Big up yourselves, man. Thank you. Thank you. There's something to be said, especially in this generation, to have, you know, people who are younger, um, who look like us, that are interested in commitment and marriage and seeing um, healthy marriages and couples move forward. And so just big up yourselves, guys, man. I, Thank I'm you. I'm so excited yes. for you, and we're proud of you, and we're honored to be able to do life with you. Uh, go ahead, babe, and I think you can kick us off. Kick us off, yes. She's smarter than me, so. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, how did, 16 years, I know. She said yes. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> I, I'm, you it's know, j- just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we, we've been together actually 18 years last month. Wow. 18. 18 years. And um, we've had some very high highs and very lows lows mm-hmm. over the years. And what has got us here is, um, I truly have to say, God's faithfulness, um, honesty, transparency, and putting in the fight, digging deep. Mm-hmm. I say it's, it's, it's true, you know, the... The hard work is the hard work, yep. you know? And a lot of people, you know, the, the um, I just teeth something she says all the time. <laughs> she looked at you like. She's like, yeah, I know where you got that from. <laughs> the smart one. Right? But the thing is that a lot of times people, especially if you're in church, we just go for the churchy stuff immediately. Prior and fasting. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's like prayer and fasting is great. Um, but it takes some investment and intentionality, right. yeah. Yeah. you know, where there, especially as we're having to look in ourselves and deal with ourselves um, and make sure that we're whole so that we can serve one another um, in, a, in a faithful and a strong way. And so um, just putting in, putting in that work, man, by the grace of God over the, the course of these 16 years yeah. has, um, you know, has, has is what has brought us this far. Yeah. And I think what's really important is, I've always said this over the years, is a healthy woman, healthy man, makes a healthy husband and wife. Yep. Mm. And also, a, a healthy husband and wife makes healthy parents. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we take care of these kids, we have three mm-hmm. of our own, and we focus so much, there's so many um, child-centered marriages but it's so important before you put your kids and you invest in being mom and dad, you gotta be very happy as husband and wife. And before that, very happy um, woman and man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, I think, I think it's, um, it's just so imperative for us to you know, make sure that we are whole and healthy, even pri- I would even say prior to marriage, right? Um, bef- a lot of times the perspective is that um, your, your husband or your spouse completes you. Yeah. You know? And so there's this idea that two halves make a whole. Um, but really and truly, prior to marriage, there should be intentionality around making sure that you're a whole person. Right, right, right. It's one whole plus one whole makes one whole. Right, yeah. right, right. And so the math don't always make sense, but it's <laughs> imperative for us to not just be whole prior to marriage, but then even when you're in marriage, mm-hmm. making sure that you are good and you're strong so that you can take care of your spouse uh, from a place of strength. After we had Melody, we tried to get pregnant again, lost that baby. Then we got pregnant again, Mm -hmm. lost that baby. That really, really, really defeated me because it was so soon after the first one and there were no answers for it. 
our baby girl Harmony now, who's our miracle baby. Three weeks before she came, we ended up losing $500,000. I can honestly say, though, that moment that you did tell me, I was like, so what are we going to do to him? Like, there's no way he's going to be walking. Who do I know and who's still in the game? Like, mm -hmm. what are we going to do? Because I'm angry. I remember getting to the point where I was just like, I don't know who I am. I lost faith in myself. Like, yeah. I didn't believe in myself. I got to a point where I wanted to jump. I'll tell you straight. As you can't do this without God. All right, so I have another question for you. A lot of people ask us this, and I know a lot of inquiring minds are wondering, how did you know you found the one? Like, how do you know you found that one? How did you know? Well, if you really want to know the story. Yes, we do. You know. <laughs> well, the thing is, so I entered ministry really young. And, um, you know, when I started, there was a time where I was praying. I was like, God, um, I really, really want to have a spouse, like, as I'm entering into this time of ministry. And so it was crazy because I was checking this girl. And as I'm checking this girl... Uh, my friend from Toronto, Chantal, at the time, mm -hmm. um, I actually was trying to get her counsel on how I could step to this girl in the oh, right wow. way. So I even remember, like, I'm in the, um, I traveled, um, I traveled up in a car to church with my wife, to, well, my friend at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just asking her for her counsel, like, how do I, what do I do, what do I say, all this sorts of stuff. Not realizing that the person I was praying for was right under my nose. Wow. Right? And see, the thing is, a lot of times, the reason why we miss, and I'm not trying to preach, but why we miss you better preach. what God has for us is because we're so busy looking beyond, and what we're looking for is actually right under our nose. Right, right. Right? And so um, it was interesting because, uh, and it's a, it's a really long story, which yeah. I'm not going to get into. Um, but the bottom line is that God ended up revealing that not only was she right under my nose, um, but also, and she smelled real good too, come on somebody. Um, but also that our values aligned um, and, you know, we were heading in the right direction. We were heading in the same direction. Um, there are a lot of people that we, when we look at purpose, you know, we're not really thinking about the future. We're just thinking about what's happening at the moment. Yeah. And it was just amazing because I realized we were heading um, in the same direction. And so that was one of the, the biggest indicators for me as I was praying through that. Um, and needless to say, I'm not with that woman. I'm with <laughs> this one. Yeah, and I think for me, when I was, um, when I was praying, journaling about asking God for um, a significant other husband... I was asking God for very specific things. And one of the things that I was asking God for is um, someone that was willing to unpack my baggage. Because I came into marriage with a lot of baggage. Hello, honesty mm -hmm. there, yeah. right? And I wanted someone that loved the Lord before they even loved me. That was praying for me before they even knew my name. And, you know... At the time, my husband and I, we were two Canadians that met in the U.S. I need someone with a green card, hello, to, so I can work. Trying to use man's fam. My, my, my husband's American, so he was dual citizenship. I was like, hey. I'm American, but there's Scarborough in here, too. Yeah. 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 And um, 
and it was also important to me to have someone that was um, from Caribbean background that understood my where I came from. And so when all those things aligned and we, we, we started talking, it really, we really, um, I realized our values were aligned and he was my purpose partner. So look, like uh, this is, this is kind of doppy, but this was just amazing. Like where it's one of those things in the story where it's just so freaky that you're like, you, you just know, right? So I'm, I'll skip all the other stuff and yeah. I'll just go to this part. So I was praying, I'm peep. I was like, God, um, if, and you know how sometimes, and, and I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I'm asking God for something and he'll put the like confirmation request in me. Yeah. So I ask the thing that he's about to do, right? So I'm like, God, uh, if Chantal's supposed to be my wife, um, what I need you to do is there was a there was a pastor because no perfect people allowed. Um, there was a pastor that I teeth some jerseys from, right? Uh, because I wasn't saved my whole life. <laughs> and so I actually teeth some ball jerseys from this pastor, and I hadn't seen him in years. And I wanted to like I was like God, if Chantal's supposed to be my wife, um, you know I before I make. Before I make this move forward, right, and say this to her, I need to apologize to Pastor Beep. I'm not going to put your name out there. Um, <laughs> for teeth in his jerseys. And so I'm sitting. So anyway, fast forward. Uh, we're sitting in the cafeteria in, in university. Um, Chantal's sitting in front of me. I'm sitting with my back towards the cash register. Now, mind you, I have not seen this pastor in years. And so I'm sitting there, and, I, and I'm like, Chantal, I got to tell you something. Uh, it's really serious. Um, but before I tell you this, I, I have to apologize to Pastor so-and-so for such and such. And, and she goes, turn around. And I turn around, guess who's paying for their food in the calf line? <laughs> this pastor is in the calf line that I have not seen. Um, so I got up. I was about to book it, fam. I was going to bim. And she grabbed me and she was just like, she's like, no. Go and do what you got to do. She had no clue what I was about to tell her. I don't know if she would have been so eager for Vance to go and tell him. So I went and I dealt with it. And after, later in the night, um, my brethren was with me. We were dropping them off at the, she and her friend, off at the dorm. And so in that moment, I'm like, I got the green light. <laughs> so she's sitting in the back and I stop and I turn around and I go, Chantal, God said that you're supposed to be my wife and the mother of my children. <laughs> and she got out of the car. Oh, wow. You know what's crazy about that same evening, two things. Um, earlier on that day at the cafeteria, the Holy Spirit said to me, um, he has something to tell you, but don't, don't um, push him. Make it at the right time. And I think sometimes when you're too eager to find out before God, even though you know God's up to something, you can mess up a good thing. And I had to have self-control and say, what is that thing you want to tell me? Mm -hmm. But I had to be like, no, God, I want you to reveal yourself at the right time for right, me. Right. And that evening, we were in a worship service. We happened to be at the same place at the same time. And in worship, like we were just friends. I wasn't looking at him like that. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit said, that man's going to be the, your husband. And that same, well, about an hour later, he comes with a declaration. Wow. wow. I know what I want, fam. 
And uh, I, I, I think I was more shook by the confirmation of God to me, not just what he just said, even though it took, I, I don't think we talked for another month after that because it's kind of like, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes um, it's really having multiple confirmations, not just one thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we he, and he did it in front of friends. It wasn't in private. And I think it's very important that we're in community when we're in relationship, and we're not just in private places that people can't. Mm. I think it's important that God's revealing to a multitude. Yeah. And the, the, pastor, you know the scripture. You better preach. Um, <laughs> it says, um, "Establish things." Let a thing be established in a multitude of counselors. Come on. Or in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Yes. Thank you. And I think um, to this day, I have friends, we've been friends for 20 years, and she was a part of that moment. And she can remind me back to that one moment that God revealed himself to us. Today we're out here celebrating Black Love, Black Unity by Excellence of Black Power. So right now we're having our Black Unity shoot where our Black team... Hey, Dean. Look, I I can't even believe I'm, I'm about to say this right now, but I just can't take it anymore. Darnell and I haven't been on good terms for a really long time now, and I honestly just can't take it. Our marriage is dying, and we're in need of some real support, like from black and married couples, you know? I know we're not the only ones that would benefit from this. You gotta do something, because there is a real need. We need this. Studies show that over the last few decades, marriage has been a declining institution within the black community. In 2020, only 30% of all African-Americans were married compared to the 48% of all Americans. As a result of the pandemic, many couples were faced with a strenuous challenge of having to spend countless hours in isolation with their partner. This for many was not only difficult, but caused tension which could have been avoided with the support of a healthy community. We often devalue the importance of a healthy community and the accountability that comes with it without realizing that it is one of the key secrets to the success of a healthy marriage. So I ask you, why do marriage alone when you could be a part of a community like this? At Black and Married, we've created a space where couples can connect, communicate, and collaborate. Couples can also find community, build lifelong friendships, and gain a source of support, a place where your voice and story will be heard. So again, I ask, why do marriage alone when you could be a part of a community like this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Black and Mary. Black and Mary. Black and Mary. I have a story. It's a little bit different, but I remember when I was on in the process of just finding who I was and knowing that Nikki was the one, but fighting that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was hanging out with one of my friends one night, and I was, talk- I was just talking, we are talking, and she was just like, basically, where are you at? And I'm just like, you know what? I think Nikki's the one, but I just don't know. I'm, I'm afraid to make that move, because we were best friends at the time, and mm-hmm. I knew if I went down Nikki's road, there'd be no return, mm-hmm. right? Like, and me... I was, the pride, I'm telling you, pride will kill you. So we're there watching this, this show, and she's she just there talking, you know, trying to have a nice talk, but I was just like, you know, cool. I kid you not, on the show, the script says, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know Nikki's the one for me. Life. And I, I, I kid you, oh, guys, I kid you not. So I'm just like, do you see this? 
I, I, have to, I have to pursue Nikki. It's funny. So the girl left immediately after that. She left. She left. She said, my time, my time here is done. It's over with. I called Nikki and I told Nikki what just happened. She was just like, are you kidding me? Mind you, I still wasn't ready to pursue Nikki. I was just like, this is what happened. This is what I'm feeling. I'm not there yet, but yeah. this is what happened. And I was like, if that wasn't confirmation, I don't know what confirmation was. So that leads me to this. How did you know, or how important is it to marry your purpose partner? Listen, man, there are a lot of people who have, um, God has given you vision, God has put in you the desire to accomplish things, um, to birth things in the earth, and you can jack that all up by marrying the wrong person. Yeah. Yep. You can jack it up, you can delay it, you know, um, and I think, and this is, in, it's so imperative as we always say, um, today it's not just, and I'll just say, it's not just about getting with someone that can help you make more money, yeah. right? Yeah. It's about, as we say, chasing purpose not paper you know and so it's imperative for you to get with someone who can um compliment um like aki and saltfish yep. you know or ambage and so kaku and flying fish <laughs> so that you guys can come together and your purposes can collide and together you can build something and make something beautiful um you know it's not just enough for you to look good together it's yeah. not just good enough for you to have some sort of alignment based on stars or whatever the case may be, because, you know, people follow all that stuff today, right? Um, but it's imperative to make sure that together that you all are able to build something and vision can come forth um, from you together. Right? Yeah, and I think purpose is not just um, your calling. I think it's every aspect of your life. So yeah. I need a man that can pray me down. In times, I need someone that can handle their finances appropriately. I need someone that can take care of my children. And so I think sometimes we focus so much on our, um, when we think of purpose, we think about um, making money, education, and that stuff. But it's really all a, all a part of life. Mm -hmm. I need my, my purpose partner to make sure that they can come alongside me in those hard times when we talk about marriage is not about 50-50. You know, marriage has so many seasons of, thank you. There's so many seasons of marriage. There's, you know, we have fall season, summer, when it's nice and hot and spicy. Yep, yep. And then there's winter, when it's deep and dark, and it's cold. And, and sometimes in marriage, and we've been through that, that it's not 50-50, sometimes it's 95% versus the 5%. Can you hold down when your spouse can only contribute 5% in that season? Or it's, you know, 60-40. And we've been through that in our marriage multiple times. And I think when we think about finding that purpose partner, it's not just for the big things, but it's every day in life yeah. to walk along. Yeah, it's imperative because you're, you're able to, um, when you're walking and you're in a relationship that's based on purpose, you find your rhythm, you know. And so things sound differently in different seasons. Um, you're, you're to the place where you're not, sometimes it's, it's, it's not always going to seem fair, you know, just to your point, right? It's not always going to seem fair. It's not always going to be like, cause there are going to be times when it seems like you're doing more than the other. Yeah. But when, you know, purpose is kind of undergirding or is at the substratum of what you're doing, your efforts are going towards the vision of your household coming to pass. Mm -hmm. So even if in one season I'm doing 95 and she's doing five or vice versa, we're not seeing it as competition. 
We're not seeing it as an opportunity to be regretful or any of this sorts of thing or envious, but we're seeing it as we're working together to build something. Yeah. And, and what's going to come from this in every season is going to be something that's going to be fruitful and, um, and uh, is going to be impactful. And there was a, very, a long time, you know, my husband stayed home with the kids for two and a half years when I worked full time at my corporate job. And I did my master's and there was days... She educated y'all. <laughs> There was days that I would come home very late and not see my kids, and I, I would come home and a bath would be waiting for me at home after class. And um, I love that it wasn't beneath them to take care of our children in that way while I was providing in different ways. And I think that's what I'm, you know, in purpose is in those seasons. And when we were dating, you know, I was very hard on him. I was like, will you work, will you work McDonald's if we don't have nothing? Are you willing to do what is what is not beneath you to work for us if we need at the time I needed a green card so I couldn't work for a season? Yeah. That green card child. <laughs> <laughs> there was a season that I was fully educated, got my education, and then I couldn't work because I needed I was on a visa. I didn't have work. And so that was very humbling for me that um that I couldn't work. But I needed I needed someone that was able to just take care of all those things that well, if when we have kids, will you take care of? Because I'm not in the whole gender role thing. I'm like, get the assignment done. <laughs> you know. So that that leads me to this. So, you said you were working, and Pastor Andrew was at home. Yeah. I remember it was early in our marriage. So I'm used to being the one that's going out there, finding something. When it comes to hustling and getting something, I'm always on something. But there came a season where everything was dry. Mm. The, my go-to was going out, out west and grinding out there for a little bit. That dried up. A lot of hustles I was doing out here, all my companies, everything went down. And I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, But Nikki said, all right, bet. I'm going to hold you down while you figure this out. I didn't know what to do with that. I'm not going to lie. In that season, it hit me hard because I just never saw that coming up. We were so used to, nah, man, man, half is provide this, that, ray, 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 blah, blah, blah. So it kind of affected me because I kind of low-key, I'm not even going to lie, in that season, I don't know if it was envied, but I was mad that I wasn't the one mm -hmm. out there working. Like, it got me, it got me hard. I hated her coming home and I'm at home. Like, that, that, it, it, it irritated me. So what I want to ask you is, how did you maneuver in that situation where, you were, you were at home and Pashanta was doing what she had to do. Well, my thing is this, you know, as I always say, we're not going through, when you're prayerful, you're not going through life with a guest, you're going through life with a guide, yep. right? And so, because we're prayerful, God is directing our household and we are one. God has created my wife, Bible says, as a help me, right? And consequently, in every season, that looks different. And so, you know, when we first got together and when all of these sorts of things started happening, yes, it was difficult initially. We're trying to figure out how, what, how, does the, how do these dynamics um, work? How can you still have your needs met and you be fulfilled while I'm, um, and, and, and vice versa, yeah. you know? And so it took some time to learn, but I believe that we um, started with the goal that we are one and that we're building something together. And that was the theme that continued throughout. So initially for my wife on the flip, 
it was, um, she's an independent woman, she's traveled the world, she wouldn't even let me open a door for her, you know? I'm all trying to open the door, she's like, I got it, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, yo fam, I'm trying to Romeo and Juliet in here, you know? Like, loud mans, but she just, you know, she wouldn't take it um, initially. And so those were things that we just had to learn, like at the end of the day, both of us had to sacrifice, but ultimately it's for the common goal um, of being of pro the progression of our family and our household. So yeah, for those first couple years, it was I'm building church. It was you know our first church plant. I'm building church. I'm working on the side. This is going to be something um, that that is going to turn into something that will be impactful. And I'm grateful she was able to kind of be in the role that she was with her degrees and all of that to to you know, offer finance at that time. Didn't mean what I was doing was less or mm -hmm. what she was doing was more, but we were working together to build something great, perspective. And I'm not yep. gonna lie, it was not pretty at times. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cause you know, I was you know, a new wife learning things and when we got in heated fellowship, I, <laughs> um, I, would say, I would say inappropriate things like, I pay the mortgage in this house. And then he would come back and say, well, you don't take care, the kids don't get take care of that way. And it was back and forth and learning our roles because our, the, the rhythm was off in that season. And I, we talk about apologizing. I had to come back a couple years later and apologize to my husband. I said, I had no idea what it's like to take care of kids at home because I worked full time. I, you know, I worked my job. I would come home and I'm like, you haven't done that yet? Like, seriously, you've been home with the kids, right? Because I had no expectation. Well, my husband one day told me, um, I'm giving you two weeks, two weeks to pray for peace and strength. I think it's time to come home. So I quit my job to come home to stay home with the kids. And I didn't know what to do myself. I'm like, this is hard work. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and It's like, how do you like them diapers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Literally. And I had to humble myself and apologize. I'm like, I am so sorry. Yep. I've got nothing done for the day. I had no clue. <laughs> I had no clue life was like that. And I think we've done that through our marriage over the years is we've humbled ourselves to say sorry when we need to say sorry, I, I, you know, when we didn't understand each other because mm -hmm. um, it hasn't always been easy. Alrighty. So what are some tips and tricks that you guys can share with us and everyone here on how to work smarter and not harder in a marriage and relationship? Mm. Um, I would say number one is, I think, you know, I think when number one, we have to pursue ourselves first in the sense of making sure that what is God speaking to us and making sure that we're not looking for the wrong things in our spouses. Um, you know, everyone has this idea what they want them, their spouse to look like, but maybe it might be something different that God wants for you. And I, I say this all the time, I was, before I met my husband, I was like, God, don't give me the man that I want. Give me the man that I need. Yeah. Yeah. And it might not be, it might not look the same. Yeah. And I have to truly say that God's giving me not the answer of my dreams, but the man of my prayers. Wow. 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 And so I would just say really, I think, I think so, we look so much at the other person, but we really need to take care of ourselves and do introspective, making sure that we're taken care of. And this, this is to the single people out there. Single, the, the type of singleness is not waiting, it's doing. Doing, find your purpose, live life. Run that again, Selector, come on. Seriously, it's not a season of waiting, it's a season of doing. No, I think that's so powerful. Um, managing our expectations is important. 
You know, um, I think that a lot of times the things that we're expecting of our spouse are projections of insecurities that we have. You know, um, also a big one is listening, right? Mm -hmm. And I think I heard someone mention that, you know, earlier, and that's something that I would say again. There's so many things that I was doing to try and show love to my wife, and this kind of goes back to that love languages thing. But if I was listening, if I was intentional, and, and not just listening to have a response, yeah. Yeah. but listening to actually understand yeah. and catch revelation, I would have been more impactful over the, especially in the you know, first few years of our marriage, I would have been so much more impactful if I listened to learn so that I could serve her better. And so I think like listening is key. We always say as we do like premarital counseling, EC is key. Effective communication is key. Yep. So it's effective listening um, and effective communicating. Making sure that I'm not speaking, uh, uh, I'm speaking in a, making sure that I'm speaking in a language that is, um, that my wife is able to understand or that my spouse is able to understand um, so that whatever I'm communicating is coming across in the, in the right way and right. that I'm receiving whatever um, is being communicated in a way that I can internalize it properly and process it and then turn it into something productive. I am love. I am confident. And I was made with divine purpose. Everything I desire, I attract. I overcome my fears by following my biggest dream. I am more than enough. I have the power to be the difference and create the change I want to see. I am the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower, a winner and not a quitter. My failures will never define me because I will rise above and be everything I was created to be. My black is proud, my black is strong, my black is beautiful, my black is excellent. Okay, so you guys have lasted 16 years, right? Going on 17. We're year four. I know some people that got married, didn't get the wedding video, and then filed for divorce, right? So what is one key ingredient that you could say that has kept you guys this far? Like, what's one thing has kept you guys in this and rooted in this for 16 years? I think we go back to our why. Yep. Every single time when it gets really dark and hard, why are we called together? Yep. And we go back and we rehearse those things. It's very true. Um, for me, you know, it's, it's when you discover that you have found your purpose partner, you know. Um, and and, I, and I, can I just say this real quick too? It, that doesn't always mean lightning from the sky. It doesn't always mean you must marry Nikki coming across the screen <laughs> or turning around and seeing the guy you haven't seen for years, you know. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's um, again, like discovering it in group settings. Sometimes it's in prayer. The Lord will just whisper something to your heart. Um, it's, it's, there, there are things that happen um, that are not as extravagant, but you will know when the time is right, if you're prayerful and you will know the person. And so in finding that person and then in praying through your why, 
as times go on, like we've, we, for the first 10 years of our marriage, I'll just, just to be honest, mm-hmm. it was extremely difficult. Yeah. Like there were certain things that we had to navigate that really only within the last, I would say like what, like six years that we were able to work through those things. But in those dark times, like we were on a couch like this, um, throwing up fingers. Can, can, can I just be honest? Yes, throwing you can. Up fingers, you know, um, F-bombing. Listen, y'all, see, see, they don't like this type of church. You gotta, they don't you like this type it. of church. Y'all just, see, y'all just like the hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know, like, no, no, no. Um, but we were on the brink a couple times, and we were saved. Y'all don't want to be real. See, and don't look at me in that tone of voice, because you know you'd be at home. Okay, you don't want me to say. Anyway, a title doesn't remove humanity. Come yep. on. And I need sanctification just as much as you do, right? And so anyway, there was a time we were right at the brink and the edge, and it was just like, man, it felt like a deal breaker, um, some of the things we were navigating. But by the grace of God, it was just that reminder for us there on those orange couches. You know, what is your why? Remember that I brought you together to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, um, and this is, you can make it through this if you put your trust in me. And so I'm so grateful. I mean, now 18 years later together, 16 years married, we're able to stand here and to testify and to help others that no matter what you face, if you remember your why, and if you put your trust in Christ, you can make it through anything. Right, and so that is actually really powerful because we've been together for now four years, and if you know Dean, you know he's always doing something. We always have an initiative running, and we always look like we're busy, but even through all of that busyness, we didn't ever figure out our why, like why we were really put together. And it wasn't until we had our breaking point last year and we were really going through a fall that we really had to just like stop, take in everything, and realize what our why was like why are we why did God place us together why are you and me going through this right now everything seemed so good and here we are and through our toughest season ever we were able to really take this business that we already have and rebuild it and to see all of you in the audience today is just so beautiful you don't know how much this means to us and having you guys speak today means so much to us and so wow this is beautiful that was that was beautiful. And for me, it's, it's very deep because I had to go back to my why. Like, at some point, I lo- we lost track of our why because we got so busy with just going through the motions. Um, and she actually made me write down. There was a point, I'll be honest, man. There was a point last year, she looked at me and was like, I just don't recognize you anymore. I was lost, man. We lost. Last year came to kill us, guys. Like, yo. We lost. We lost, man. Like, we lost almost everything. I mean, we built, got to the mountaintop, guys. And everything got taken away like this, right? And all we had was each other. So it's so important to marry your purpose partner because in times like that, you're going to find out who's who and what's what, right? She could have left at any moment when we lost it all she could have said you know what i didn't sign up for this you're supposed to be this a b c d e f g all the way to z but she wrote it out with me in the mud and i thank you for that and your why is so important man like it's what kept me going it's what made me realize who we were and we're able to build this thing back up again so that that was powerful you really spoke to me with that because 
man, I'm just thinking back, like, we lost track of it, and I lost who I was. I lost, I completely lost who I was, and it took a lot of digging. Self, self-identity, like, going on, a, going on a growth process to really find what was what. And what I realized was God was the missing element. So, you see, sometimes it's, you get to a place where you think you could do everything with your own, on your own strength. And what God had to do was take me back to the basement so I could build that foundation on him, right? And um, with that, it realigned me with purpose because he's all we can depend on right now. So everything I used to do, like I said earlier, I was able to... Man, what's up? That's, all, that's, that's, that's locked up. I'm gone to BC. Yo, I'm about to make a bag. That's done. All right, I'm about to do this. about to make a bag. That's done. Everything was about the bag. Yeah, I, how I looked at it was we're building, but it was only about wealth. It wasn't attached to purpose, right? And the wealth went away. The wealth got slapped. And I was just like, God, who am I? But I was like, I am not my wealth. <laughs> I was like, I didn't call you. That's not who you are. You are mine. So I... I got realigned with purpose and I've never felt more whole than I do right, right now. now. I feel better doing this with you guys in the room than how I felt when I was all the way up financially, man. So I think it's very important to get in alignment with why God called you here on this earth. Yeah. Thank you guys for that, though. Isn't it crazy how God can remove um, the things that he's allowed you to experience as a taste test of possibility. Yep. Wow. To strip it away so that then, watch, he can reveal not just your why, but so you can build it right the second time around. And sometimes the thing you build the second time around is even better than the first time around. And so the thing is, and this is, even for you guys, just looking at what as you know how proud we are of you, just to see how God is doing what he's doing in your life. But the thing is that that taste test might have been removed, but God is still capable of being able to give you even more than what has come before. Come on, Job. (laughs) Hey, man. You better preach. So I'm just looking forward, even just for you guys, as you continue to build with integrity, and build with your why at the substratum of, of all of this. Look what God's going to do in the, in the days ahead. I, just, can you, I know that we're not in church. Can you just point your fo- hands towards him and just say better than before? Come on. Alrighty, so just to wrap things up, could you just leave some words of encouragement for any of our young ladies or young men who are looking, you know, to find a life partner, a purpose partner? Um, yes. You go first. Some words of encouragement. Yeah, I I would say, first of all, um, you need to make sure that, as we said, make sure that you have, um, that you're pursuing yourself, that you're finding yourself, that you're doing the work on yourself. Make sure that you are in the most whole place that you can be possible. Um, That's number one. So do the work on yourself. Um, Jesus and therapy. Amen. So do all of that. Um, and I also would say, you know, there are a lot of people that are thumb twiddling and just, you know, one day upon a star. And it's like, you know, be found in the field, you know, be found working, doing your thing. When I found Pastor Chantal, 
she was traveling. She wasn't waiting for a man. She was traveling around the world. She was pursuing God, the purpose that God had revealed to her at that time. Um, and so that would be the thing. What is God putting in your heart to do? I encourage you to pursue that thing. Be found in the field. Be found pursuing the purpose that's in your heart. Um, and yeah, so do the, doing the work on yourself and don't wait. Don't thumb twiddle, you know. Be doing something. And usually as you're going, as you're working, as you're doing, you know, um, it might be right under your nose. I would say do inventory and eval evaluate your finances. Get in the best financial place you can ever be. Evaluate your, your health physically. You know, do that, that work. And you just evaluate where you are with God. I think taking that time, again, journaling your journey journey and be honest with yourself it's not easy always to be single come on mm -hmm. yep and i want to make the statement marriage is not the goal marriage is not the goal for relationship we want the, the goal is healthy relationships which not, everyone might not be married people might take a lot longer to get um into relationships but i think we sometimes we put marriage on a pedestal and I love marriage, trust me, it's been amazing, the ups and downs, but just encouraging people that are um, on the journey of singlehood that marriage is not the goal, but healthy relationships are the goal. Wow. Guys, could we give it up for our pastors? <laughs> Did you guys enjoy tonight? Before we leave, though, I'm, I'm really big on... On, on speaking life. Right now, my biggest thing is purpose over fear. Um, that's my strongest message right now and understanding your why. What I'll say to everyone in this room is you don't know what's on the other side of your yes. There's some things that you have to say yes to. I challenge you to say yes to it today. You've been struggling to say yes, but I challenge you to operate in your God-given purpose today and every day going forward because what you don't understand is that there is an entire audience out there waiting on your yes like there are people waiting on my yes that i can't and there's people waiting on nikki's yes all of your yeses and i can't reach everybody she can't reach everybody there's someone depending on your story to pull them through so i just challenge you guys to do that and i we do work with um the boys and girls club we got Chrishell and onyx in the back give it up <laughs> um Every, every, every single day to start the session, I do a chant, and I want to do it with you guys. So I'm, I'm just need you guys' participation for like 30 seconds, all right? I'm going to call something out, and you guys say it, but I need you to say it with conviction, all right? So I'm going to say it, and you repeat everything I say, right? And I need you to really believe this, all right? So I'm, I'm going to do, do a tester. So if I say, I am love. I am love. No, guys, I need it bigger than that, all right? So I'm going to do it again. I am love. All right, perfect. So let's go. One, two, three. I am love. I am love. I am confident. I am confident. And I was made with divine purpose. And I was made with divine purpose. Everything I desire, I attract. Everything I desire, I attract. I overcome my fears by following my biggest dreams. I overcome my fears by following my biggest dreams. I am more than enough. I am more than enough. I have the power to be the difference. I have the power to be the difference. And create the change I want to see. And create the change I want to see. I am the head and not the tail. Above and, not beneath. Above and not beneath. A lender and not a borrower. A, a, a winner and not a quitter. My failures will never define me. Because I will rise above. 
and be everything I was created to be. I'll make you guys repeat this after me. I'm just going to switch it up a little bit. Everything God has for me will be for me. I need us to say it three more times. Everything God has for me will be for me. Everything God has for me will be for me. And one more time at the top of our lungs. Everything God has for me will be for me. Thank you guys for coming out tonight. We really love you and we appreciate you. And we want to say thank you. 